Earlier this week, we talked about some of the important things that we should work on with our sons um, right. as it relates to consent and, and relationships. Right. But today we're going to focus on things that we should be teaching our girls, right. not necessarily about consent and those kind of things, but about building their confidence. Right. What's happening to them right. um, in these important tween and early teen years. Right. Okay. Yeah. We talk about teenagers, the difficult years are the early years, right. okay? And that's what that's when kids really have the biggest struggles, when they just enter puberty and they get this explosion of neurons and mm -hmm. all the new hormones and neurotransmitters and chemicals. Um, so there's this huge influx. Right. It's like the tsunami of chemicals that enter their brain. So the first few years of um, adolescence are typically the right. mo most difficult. And what I thought was fascinating, this is an article <coughs> from the New York Times. Times right. Um, but what I thought was fascinating is it's, it's entitled The Confidence Gap for Girls, Five Tips for Parents of Tween and Teen Girls. Right. But then it has this other subtitle, Between the Ages of 8 and 14, Girls' right. Confidence Levels Fall by 30%. Um, I don't know that I ever took the tween years down to 8. No, I never did. I, I always put it... I assumed I always went with double digits. Right, right. 10 to 12 would be tweens. However, as the age of puberty declines right. over time, um, I don't think of it. A girl at age eight would be in the third grade. Right. Um, I guess some girls would be considered tweeners because yeah. they're going to start, um, they're going to have the onset of puberty maybe at around 10 yeah. or 11. So, yeah, yeah, they would almost be And, and there's some that have it as early as eight, right. but it's not, not as common. But, right. um, but, I think but yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm wondering, I wonder how much of it is cultural. Um, right. Our expectations of eight-year-olds mm -hmm. Uh, right. Or more consistent with what we True. once expected mm -hmm. of ten-year-olds, uh, or something to yeah, that effect. Yeah, third graders are. Yeah, that could be a yeah. could be a cultural thing. Yeah. But this article was published in October. Yeah, October first of this year. But the writer talks about uh, beginning of the new school year. Right. And um, and we forget that it, it sort of is early in the school year. Right. But and in other other states. But in uh, some states. They don't start until after, right. uh, what is it, Labor Day? If you start after Labor Day, so if, uh, by October the 1st, it was published October the 1st, mm -hmm. so when it was written, was probably in the first month of school, okay, mm -hmm. September. And uh, essentially what it's about is there is a well-known, and it's been, this has been documented for dozens of, scores of years, more than 20 years, that there is this confidence drop, this drop mm -hmm. in confidence in girls that occurs uh, around puberty, yeah. okay? And we've known this for a long time, that girls will have all this confidence in elementary school. They'll mm -hmm. play sports and they'll get in clubs and they'll be good students and all of a sudden they get to middle school, right. which is about when this change occurs, and their confidence begins to wane. There's mm -hmm. some relationship between right. the onset of puberty or the years just before the onset of puberty and uh, a reduction, mm -hmm. a drop in the confidence that girls show. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they, and some of this comes from data uh, derived from a study, a right. survey, uh, mm -hmm. of, of 1,300 girls between the right. ages of 8 and 18, and they found that, uh, that there's this 30% drop in right. confidence uh, mm -hmm. during those years. And uh, interestingly, when they talk about when the girls are at their lowest, at their right. around 14, right. uh, boys' confidence is 27% higher. It's, it's really 
it's a cruel trick of nature, right. you know, in a way that as girls' confidence, this is when girls drop out of math and science classes. We've Absolutely. known that for years. Absolutely. Uh, they do fine in elementary school and they start to withdraw and drop out um, when they get to middle school. At a time when boys are becoming more assertive and more aggressive, and mm -hmm. you know, you begin to think about testosterone, you know, which makes a right. per, makes mammals, including humans, uh, more aggressive. Right. Okay, and girls are producing estrogen, and estrogen mm -hmm. reduces the availability of serotonin. Mm -hmm. So girls tend to have more mood and emotional disorders. So you wonder if it's a, a neurochemical process mm -hmm. at work. Right. Certainly culturally. This is the time when boys begin to distinguish themselves in sports. Mm -hmm. um, they are getting muscles and they're beginning mm -hmm. to lift weights and, right. and so they're developing confidence. And at the same time, girls are losing theirs. Okay? Right. So we, we've known this for years. Um, but they, uh, and what I like about this article is they give parents and teachers five specific things that right. they can do to counteract yeah. this process. And Whether I love the first one. Yes. I love the first one because we've talked about it before and uh, we need to talk about it repeatedly. Right. And that is to, to help your daughters shift from their comfort zone to their danger, to the zone. danger zone. Now, right. you know, um, danger zone always reminds me of uh, 1980s movies. Um, but what we're talking about here is the, the, our comfort zones are very safe. But because they're safe and they don't push us and, and make, us, uh, mm -hmm. make us work very right. much, uh, they can inhibit growth. That's right. And um, so, what the authors here are encouraging, which uh, again is something that we've encouraged many times before, is the idea of pushing past your comfort zones and and stretching some of those uh, skills, some of those, um, some of that, uh, some of your ability to cope and adjust mm -hmm. and adapt. Uh, push that out into some areas that are maybe feel a little bit dangerous, a little right. bit uncertain. Uh, so that you can develop those skills. Right, and we generally, uh, we always go to the examples of athletics, like if a girl is good at tennis, mm -hmm. to try a team sport, right. you know, or if she's good at soccer, try an individual sport like golf or tennis or some, you know, so, any other sport, um, so that you're always learning something new mm -hmm. and the confidence comes from learning something new. Right. Um, but you can use anything, you know, like let's say a girl is very good at, um, I don't know, it doesn't matter what the activity, shopping, uh, makeup, um, clothes, Math. you know, it Work. doesn't matter. M move beyond that. If you're, if you're not good at sports, right. you know, that that's not your strength, go ahead and start playing some sports. It doesn't matter how well you right. do. It's a matter of learning and accomplishing right. something. Or you're very good at sports, move in the other direction, you right. know, take on some other activity right. that you're not very good at to keep your children balanced right. and, and to keep them accomplishing things. Right. You know. and, and, and I think it's important to note here that this isn't really different than what we would recommend for boys. Exactly. It, it is the same thing that we recommend for boys, but for whatever reason, we do not tend to do it with our girls as freely as right. we do with our... Yeah. I mean, we encourage our boys to push their limits. We encourage them to get out and to mm -hmm. try new things and to be adventurous. Right. Uh, but for whatever reason, we don't do that with our girls, and we need right. to do that. Yeah. Uh, I'm a good reader, I'm a good writer, but right. I'm not good at math. No, let's get good at math. Right. No, it's not, it's not some mysterious process. It's right. a matter of, let's overcome this barrier, Absolutely. whatever it is. Yeah. Now, the second thing I mentioned is, again, something that we've talked about before. And it relates to the first one, uh, yep. right? And that's to take the fear out of failure. Uh, we always end the podcast with 
forget to be afraid. Right. And that, this is part of what we're talking about. You have to forget uh, about the, that fear of failure because it's, and that's a nice alliteration there, mm -hmm. forget about the fear of failure. Because what, we're, what we need to do is we need to try things that we've never tried before. We need to encourage our girls to, to put themselves in situations right. that, that uh, sort of stretch their comfort mm -hmm. zones. Um, they're going to fail sometimes, but that's okay. We want them to fail. Right. I, I'm, I, I don't know how else to put that. It's disheartening to me when I, when I watch families engineer their children for success. Uh, we call them lawnmower parents. Mm -hmm. the, the parent is out front clearing the path so that my child, my children, can be successful right. and all they know is success. Right. Nothing good comes of only being successful. Right. Okay. Um, I don't I don't like to use this example, but I'm gonna use it anyway. Let's take a kid who shows a talent for tennis, mm -hmm. okay? So that by the time they're 10 or 11 or 12, they're ranked in their state. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a good thing, okay? Mm -hmm. I, I don't have any problem with that. But we see the effects of that in the temperament that right. develops among elite, you know, the Jimmy Connors and the, mm -hmm. you know, th these people who are highly temperamental because they've been so narrowly focused. Right. Okay, those I always look at those kids who are who are superb athletes, but they're throwing their rackets and they're screaming and right. um, and I think you need to have a little failure in your life mm -hmm. so that you appreciate your success mm -hmm. and 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 you learn from your failures. Right. You know? um, everybody, I, it, it's sad I think today that we're we're engineering our children to get all A's, mm -hmm. to be in the right clubs, to you know do all the things you need to do to engineer success so you can go to the right college. Right. Okay? Um, kids need some failures along the Absolutely. way in order to learn real confidence. Right. You know, you can have real confidence or you can have artificial confidence. And too many children talk today, about the other week. Right. Too many children today don't have legitimate confidence because right. they know that they haven't done it themselves. Mm -hmm. okay? Absolutely. Somebody else has engineered right. their success. Right. That doesn't build confidence. Absolutely. The third thing is uh, simply states retrain her brain right. and, and what we're talking about here or what the authors are talking about here is, is the is the idea that um, we have this tendency to um, and, and girls especially have this tendency to ruminate right. uh, they have a tendency to just sort of mull over things mm -hmm. and just uh, keep processing and reprocessing right. things that have happened um, and while there's some benefits that can come from that sometimes mm -hmm. It's important to think about how our brain works so that we can make adjustments and make changes that are necessary right. to function uh, more effectively, but also to prevent depression and, and right. some of these other symptoms that come from um, overthinking or mm -hmm. overanalyzing um, past experiences. Right. This third one comes from our friends at Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. Right. You know, you, you, you learn how to talk to yourself differently, okay? So kids, uh, you know, not just kids, Children and adults uh, have a tendency to say, "Oh, I'm a failure," or mm -hmm. "I'm no good at this," or "I'm," and, and they talk negatively to themselves. And what this third one is is to change that conversation a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, the example they use in the article is a girl who comes home and um, she she says, "Oh, I, I did a bad job with my mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. my my speech that I did in class today, and they're going to think I'm stupid and all that." Right. And so one of the things is tell the maybe story. Right. You know, well, well, maybe they weren't really listening. Right. Maybe they didn't care. Or maybe. 
So have your kids start telling the maybe story. Mm -hmm. It it changes the internal Mm -hmm. discussion that they have. Um, The other one is you can make it, it could have been so much worse list. It could have been so much worse than this. Imagine Uh this had happened. So you begin to think, yeah, it could have been a lot worse. It Mm -hmm. was bad, but wow, it could have been so much worse and it wasn't. Um, but that's just changing the uh, internal conversation that you're trying right. to have. Yeah, mm-hmm. just retraining the brain. Right. Yeah. That's what cognitive behavioral therapy is, different conversation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, n- number four. I like number four the best. Number four is modeling, basically. Right. It's, it's, you know, it, we want our girls to do this, so we should do it. Right. We should talk about our own uh, struggles. We should talk about, you know, times when we tried something that, um, you know, that, that we weren't comfortable with that we maybe right. failed at and, and embrace it and say, talk about what you learned and talk about, talk about how you can do better the next time. Right. And yeah, um, You know, one of the things that hit me recently with my kids, because my kids was, oh, dad, you're so smart. And I'm really not that smart. But they, they've only known me yeah. since I've been a successful adult. I mean, ish, ish, <laughs> successful ish. Well, my kids me. have only known me since I've completed my doctoral studies right. and I've already written books. Mm-hmm. They didn't see me when I was 10 or right. 12 or when I was becoming these things and mm-hmm. I was filled with fear and anxiety and worry right. and all the, all the very same things that they're struggling with today. Mm-hmm. I did all that. When yeah. They think they must think that I was like this at 10 yeah. or 12. And mm-hmm. so I talked to my kids about, no, I've had plenty of failures. I've fallen short a number of times I still get nervous about these things about taking examinations mm-hmm. and licensing exams and all the things that we have to do to keep current right um, and so talk to your children about your failures right. let, let them know that you know maybe you look successful today but man I got a whole long list of failures and yeah. disappointments along yeah. the way I, yeah I think it's funny when you know we talk about doing some of our workshops and we'll, right. we'll be up in front of you know four or five hundred mm-hmm. people or something right. And my son is like, you know, oh, I could never, I could never do that. And I, I want to say, you know, before I get up there, I'm you're nervous. anxious. I'm nervous as a cat. And and you get up there and, you know, we have our own little strategies that we use, right. you know, to kind of break into that. Right. Um, but, you know, the, those first few minutes of a, of a workshop are, are always about, you know, I got to, I got to break the ice here in some yeah. way just to see if I can get somebody to laugh a little bit or something. I, have, I have some coming up in October and I'm already nervous about it. So yeah. but that's what my children need to hear. Right. You know, that my goodness, we're, we're all in this thing. We all do it. Yeah. You know, you're not the only one who's nervous and yeah. afraid to fail. We, we I don't know. Yeah. We when we're teaching that, that first day, that first night oh. of class is, yeah. is rough. Or you, or you walk into a class <laughs> and you have this wonderful lesson plan and it bombs, you know. I mean, you, right. you realize that the students uh, are, couldn't care less. Happened to me the other day. Tired. Oh, well, man. they're anticipating fall break. Oh, okay, they and so they're they're already kind of flattening out. Oh, and they're man. tired, and many of them are not feeling well. And we have yeah. a hurricane. You know, we dealt with a hurricane this week, and yeah. and so all these other factors. And yeah, we, we all experience this type mm-hmm. of anxiety. And yeah. your kids need to know that, you know. You've had your failures and disappointments, right. you know? so admit it and talk about it and let them see your warts and right. it'll be easier for them to deal with theirs. Yeah. They'll, they'll realize that you can overcome it, right. that's the point. And, and the last thing is exactly that, embrace the bumps. Right. You know, when things are difficult, you know, go ahead, accept it and understand it and realize it. And um, I was just talking with a patient about this yesterday that you know, um, 
when you experience some of these bumps in the road, some of these mm -hmm. uh, failures, some of these challenging times, um, what comes next is all based upon your perspective. Right. You know, if you want to, to see it as, or if you tend to see it as uh, a failure, inadequate, um, all of those mm -hmm. things, you're going to turn that inward and you're going to, it's going right. to fester and become negative. Right. If you see it as, you know what, uh, this is what I can learn from this, mm -hmm. this is what I can take from this, so that the next time I can do better and I can uh, make a difference the next time. If, 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 if individuals, children or adults, could learn that you're going to fall short, if you're really stretching, and we, had, we did a podcast on that months ago, if you're really stretching, if you're really entering the danger zone, mm -hmm. and you're really, you really want to develop true confidence, mm -hmm. you are going to have some failures. But the goal is to overcome those failures, right. and that's where success, it's an accomplishment, mm -hmm. overcoming the obstacles, overcoming the failures dealing with disappointments and moving on. Absolutely. Um, that's what gives you real confidence. This yeah. this whole thing about, I want a string of successes, it's not gonna get you where you wanna be. Absolutely. And Absolutely. eventually, you're gonna have a disappointment. Yeah. I'd rather have the disappoint. I would rather my children experience the disappointments at seven and eight and nine than at 17 and 18 and 19. Right. Okay. Much more difficult at those years. Right. We had uh, David and Goliath, that book, David and Goliath mm -hmm. has the story of the, um, that unfortunate girl who went to Brown University mm -hmm. and she got a B on an assignment and completely unraveled right. and had to leave the university yeah. because um, it was such, she, she had never gotten a B mm -hmm. before and she just assumed that it would be more, and finally it happened when she was a freshman or a sophomore and she had to leave school. Yeah. And uh, a very, very sad uh, yeah. story. Of, yeah. Um, so learn learn early right. and go ahead and have some failures, you know, overcome yeah, them. Absolutely. So. But uh, definitely read this article. Um, again, it's from the yeah, uh, New York girls. Times. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's a great. If you have um, girls or boys. Or boys. I was you know, this, it applies to both. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Boys, are, are, boys aren't as often uh, lacking in the area of confidence, but, uh, but this is the type of confidence that you want them to have. A couple of weeks ago, we did a podcast about the wrong type of confidence. Um, and so this is going to help build the right type of confidence. And not all boys are 27% more confident right. than girls. There Absolutely. are a lot of boys out there who are suffering in silence because they, they're going through the same thing that girls are going through. They, they lack confidence because they can't be on the football team mm -hmm. or they can't be on the sports team where they're not popular or they're not yeah. um, part of the social group that they want to be a part of. Right. So it's not just girls. Yeah. Absolutely. So, all right, that is it for today. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and forget to be afraid.